Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living La Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, and welcome to Living La Belle Vie here on WRP. And today I am going to be speaking with Dominique Naresco. I think I said that right. Dominique, did I get that right? Narciso, but you know, you know, which I should be able to pronounce, right? <laughs> Now, Dominique is uh, who's going to be joining us today. She's going to be sharing her expat story with us, but also not only um, is Dominique an experienced woman who has lived abroad, she is also a performance coach, and she has a popular podcast called Positive Success Show. And she she uses her podcast to help people find success, positivity, and learn about leadership. But not only does she have a very successful podcast, she is also the author of Live Your New Story. Now, with Dominique uh, tries to help people do is to live their best life. So today she's going to be walking us through her journey as an expat and how she came to be someone who helps people also with their journey, the struggles they're facing, how she um, identifies with them on such a, a deep level. And we're going to be talking a bit about her book and what people can find in there to help them along their journey abroad. So welcome, Dominique. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you, Monday. It's so it's so great to be here. And I'm so excited to share just the knowledge and the experiences I've had living abroad and making that transi- transition every two yeah. to three years and, and all of that. So happy to be here. Yeah, it's a very layered uh, journey, you know, living abroad and and finding our path. And it's nice to have different voices telling us, you know, their stories and how and and sharing the best way to navigate that. So, Dominique, tell us, let's start by talking a bit about you and your journey. How did you start and um, how did you get to the place where you thought I can really help people with this now? Yeah, you know, uh, my journey started over 10 years ago when I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Costa Rica. And yeah. that was the first time I realized that I, I really enjoyed teaching and mentoring people. Uh, however, as life happened, I met my wife and we ended up joining the US Foreign Service or she did. And it took us all across the world from Venezuela to Peru and now to South Korea. And throughout that whole process, uh, Monday, it, it was really challenging for me as a high achiever. Uh, I went to Georgetown and UCLA for um, for school, mm-hmm. and I thought I'd always be, I don't know, just some leader in some institution, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, changing the world. Changing the world, yeah. Changing the world. And I found myself, you know, s- stuck. I was stuck every time we moved, every time we got to that new apartment mm-hmm. or that new mm-hmm. house, uh, trying to figure out how am I going to get uh a visa or how can I get a job? You know, like, and I was so attached to my professional identity and who I was externally to the world that it really, it really challenged me for a long time. And on top of that, becoming a parent and managing all of the, the, I call it the multi-transition transition. transition. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I like that. Living abroad, go through, it's not just you know, you're changing your, your culture, but you're changing your community, you're changing your work environment. Uh, all of these different things, and and you're evolving at the same time as a human being. So, I guess long story short, it was it was just challenging, uh, but then realizing that I had to figure out what it is I really wanted to do, and I did that by reading books about other people that were trying to figure out what they wanted to do. Sure. Uh, 
learning about personal development, personal growth, uh, reading Success Magazine. That was a huge, uh, huge, huge resource for me because I realized I identified with a lot of entrepreneurs that had big dreams and big visions for themselves. And even though they might not have had all of the resources, they had the vision. Sure. And so that was what, what carried me through the years is developing the vision. And here mm. I am today, you know, uh, living, and, living the dream. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's, and that's basically what I do in my coaching is help people create that vision. Cause I always say, you know, it's the vision that's going to pull you. It is the vision that keeps you going when you, when you, when you're going through these different life changes. Now, um, for you, I know your situation is, is particular because you're, you're sort of in a, um, a sort of diplomatic military sort of environment and you're probably a specialist in stepping into the unknown. So how do you guide people through when you don't know where that next assignment is going to be and you don't have the opportunity to uh, do pre-preparation for your career and all of that thing and all of that stuff? How do you help people deal with it stepping into that unknown? Yeah, you know, that's, and that's a, that's a great question. And I think it's something that uh, there's no real hard science to it. But the one, the one question I asked myself that helped me through this process is to define what success means to me in that particular stage of my life. And I think if you're, you know, in your early 20s, or your early 30s, or your 40s, or your 50s, depending on what level or what stage you are in life, success will mean different things. And that is so get for sure. very clear about what that is and why that is. And then as you're moving to your next place or you don't know where you're going next, at least mm. you have that definition in place so that you can make uh, good use of your time and resources when you do land in your next yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that that's sound advice. I think that, um, and I think also, it's, it's also about what was success in, in your culture where you came from may not fit the model of where you're going, right? I think you have to be able to adapt like uh, success should also translate into fulfillment. And I think sometimes we only identify success with our professional lives. And, and success is about all the major areas of our life, like that make us feel whole. And the reason why I think most people identify with their profession with this concept of success is because they feel purposeful. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, yeah, you just kind of launched off an idea and I was like, yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I, 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 I would argue too that, uh, success, you know, as you progress in your life, success is not just about your, uh, your professional career, but, you know, when you really think deeply about it, uh, you know, what does it mean, you know, in terms of your contribution to society? What does it mean in terms of the way in which you interact with others? Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, just this external achievement, but it's your way of being. Yeah. And so that's like, that's where I get my, you know, when I, when I coach clients also, I'm like, you know, who are you being? in the world, not just yeah. what are you doing? Cause we can all do stuff and we can all sure. do great stuff, but it's the being, are you being a kind person? Are you being generous? Are you being your best? Mm. Uh, if you're not, what do you need to change in your life? So you have more energy. Uh, so you feel more balanced. You, you know, you feel good about what you're, uh, how you're approaching um, challenges and, and, and whatever it is in your life. Uh, so it's not, 
it's not just one dimensional, but that multi-dimensional aspect of holistic success. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, holistic success, you know, some, I mean, we're both coaches, so I'm sure you get this sometimes where people are like, I need to pay the bills. I don't have time to be holistic. You know, it's like, how do, how do <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, how do we deal with that? You know, like dealing with that. How, how would you say you assist people in sort of when they have to sort of change their professional identity? Yeah, uh, I, I would say, you know, obviously having that financial uh, foundation is critical to anybody's livelihood. Uh, but when you do have that job uh, or you have something that's secure, uh, the next step is to be intentional about your days. Are you being intentional about how you spend your time? Because we all know that, you know, money, money is abundant. There's a lot of money in the world, but time, you don't get time back. The yeah. day, the moments that we're spending right now, it's gone. It's yep. gone. You know, it's like there, there it goes. It passed. Yeah. I and tell people know, that all the time. And we don't know how much time we have. Uh, mm. Time is a finite resource. So being intentional with your time and being intentional with your energy. And that means what are you, what are you spending your time doing and who are you, who are you spending your time with? Because the people you surround yourself with will determine whether or not you're going to feel good or feel bad. Mm, sure, sure, sure. But just in terms of being motivated, you know, progressing in your life, doing the hard work in order to achieve the goals that you have. Yeah, yeah. And and for you, what, what would you say was, how did you get that? Because, you know, like you were saying, is sometimes when we're living abroad and we and you're changing assignments quite often, maybe. Um, how did you... How do you how did you keep yourself feeling like you were progressing? Because a lot of, you know, a lot of people get stuck. Like every time you get to a new place, like you said, you feel stuck and then you're starting again and started again. So how did you keep yourself on that trajectory of progress? You know, that that's that's a great question. And, when, and within the, the diplomatic corps, there are certain jobs that family members can get. So for me, I was investigating all the different jobs I could get. And then how can I make that progress without fully stepping into to a, a full diplomat position, because in that case, if we're two diplomats, then we could have, <laughs> we could have yeah. you know, we can have tours abroad, uh, apart. And I didn't want that. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really just investigating what are the options, what are the opportunities, uh, and then deciding whether or not that fits with me. And there's always, you know, English teaching, you know, becoming a teacher. There's these other types of professions that you can have. Uh, and then there's this whole other thing called online business and the internet. And I'm like, oh, let me try that because that's mobile. And, yeah, you know, it, yeah. fits, fits, it fits with our lifestyle. So uh, I think when you're going to your next next place, it's being curious about what opportunities there are. Uh, and then also being open to explore, like op op be open to explore what you haven't explored before. Mm. And I think if you go in with that attitude, it's going to be okay. You're going to find something or if you don't find something, just pick something and go with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it still moves you. It, it still gets you. your energy going. It's better than yes. being stuck. Right. It's. Oh, absolutely. If yeah. you, if you have thoughts or you have ideas and you don't take action, you are not moving. You are just yeah. thinking in your head. So <laughs> yeah. I, always tell, I always tell, you know, anyone like, Hey, if you have that idea, like go, like, what would the next step look like? How would you, what action would you take? Because in action, we're going to learn what feels right and what doesn't feel right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, sometimes when they're moving abroad, they can, they want to do exactly what they did before. And that may not be possible where they are. Um, 
and or they want all the circumstances to to be just right before moving forward how what's your what's your view what's 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 your experience in dealing with that you know i i think i think that is the number one question or just the best question that you can ask monday uh for anyone that is moving abroad for the first time second time or third time uh because yeah you're not going to have the same opportunities that you did back home you're not going to have it's not going to it's not the same environment you're you're operating in a completely different environment so part of it is accepting that your life has changed and letting go of what you had before not not fully like if you were a doctor or lawyer or a phd like you don't have to let go of that but you know this is your opportunity to evolve what does that mean now what can you do differently? How can you apply these skills that you've learned? Or what can you explore that you haven't explored before that you're interested in? Uh, I think it's it's a challenging, it's challenging to let go of who you were. Yeah. Because gosh, I mean, that's for you, but it took me 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I just figured out who I am. You're like, why am I doing this again? You know? <laughs> but, but you know, the crazy thing is it's that I'm still who I've always been. Mm. Uh, I just never gave myself the permission to be this person right? because right, I right. thought I had to fit certain molds in order to be successful. Yeah. And th- so let's talk a bit about that with people who are struggling with uh, trying to, it's, I guess it's that thing between like assimilation and integration, right? It's like being able to not lose who we are but also still being able to integrate into a new place. Do you yeah. find that um, people struggle a lot with that? Gosh, you know, that such, such great questions. I've You know, I, I think it, I think it depends to what extent you want to be working and living and thriving in the culture, because I've seen <laughs> folks that live abroad that are with other, like I, I see Americans with other Americans, you know, yeah. or the, you know, d- depending on what country you're coming from, they kind of congregate together. Uh, so it depends on how much you want to integrate into that new culture. But I would say like, if you are, if you are struggling with that, yeah, there's going to be a shift in who you are because you're, you're taking what you've known and you're learning where you are and you're putting them together to make your own meaning out of it. And the crazy thing is, is that it's only you that's going to have that meaning because yeah. no one has had your particular life experience. And that's, that's what's so, so true about abroad yeah. is that you are forging this incredible story for yourself and for your kids and, you know, for people back home, you know, how many, I'm thinking mm. about like how many mm. Americans, at least in my, in my, my own case have lived in Costa Rica, Peru, South Korea. Uh, and, you know, and have had that experience, like not a lot, because yeah. our, the different countries we go to, it builds us, it shapes us, it it makes us more uh, more worldly, and and um, I don't know, to a certain extent, like just more human. Like we understand that the struggles are are real everywhere you go. People yeah. are all struggling for a better life. You know, there's different cultural meanings to things, but mm. at the end of the day, we just want good food, a house, you know, <laughs> a warm house, right? Good good friends, connection. Yeah. Like connection is key. Mm. Connection. I see that's beyond, you know, having your own professional identity. If you land somewhere, you know, find friends, get connected, be with people that make you laugh because that's going to lift you up when things are tough. Because just yeah. depending on yourself is 
that's one way to do it, but <laughs> I wouldn't say that's the ideal way to do it. Like find, find other positive friends that you can surround yourself with. And so you, I know your show focuses on positivity. So what are you, um, you know, and sometimes it's not easy to stay positive, right? Like when you're being challenged, uh, yeah. Uh, you, you're starting over a new place. Maybe you got kids. The kids are, you know, takes time for children to adjust, takes time for your partner to adjust. Like all of these things are happening, right? So, so how do you keep people focused on the positive? Yeah, you know, I, I, I would say that what I teach is not like be happy all the time. It's acknowledge that when you are having a rough time, when you are mm-hmm. feeling angry or frustrated or overwhelmed, that you have the capability to choose the next thought. So that takes incredible intention. Let's say you're pissed off about something, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So instead of like, I don't know, throwing something at the wall, you take a deep breath and you go for a walk outside. So you're, you're really, you're, um, you are self, uh, self monitoring yourself. Okay. So that, you know, when things are rough, like, okay, I need it. I need to take a moment to breathe. I need to take a moment to myself. Uh, everything is not going to be perfect when we land. It's going to be step by step. And to give yourself that grace and that space to grow into your new life. So positivity is really acknowledging that, yes, life is hard and life is gonna have its ups and downs, but Mm. we always have that choice to be our better selves, to be our higher selves. And that's what I really stress is that, yeah, you could be be successful, you could be a jerk, or you could be a successful person and be wonderful and generous to people. So I suggest to folks, I'm like, be generous and be kind and be successful. Like, have it all. Yeah, Try to be yeah. the person. <laughs> yeah. Or at least for the next 20 minutes or so, you know, in 20 minute intervals, like it might not last all day. Right. But it could, if you got half the day, you would still be successful. I mean, that's what I tell. That's what I tell people too. It's like, look, there's, there's no such thing as perfection. And yeah. you, you just have to take it like in little chunks at a time and to, reef to folk you know to redirect your focus the moment you you see that you've gotten yourself into a place that isn't going to get you anywhere negative thoughts although we all have them and I think you know you have you and I think it's 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 normal so you have to allow that but staying there is a choice yes oh Everyone write that down. <laughs> that is, that is, but that is it. And you know what? I will be honest with you. My time being abroad, there were moments, several moments where I stayed there for way too long. Mm. I All stayed of us. In for like two weeks, two months, mm. 10 months, you know, and, and then you're in that space where you're just not your best self and, yeah. and you're, you're, you're cultivating habits that are not good for your health. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we've all been there and, and thank you for acknowledging that. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, human emotion, there's a range of it and it's not to stop emotion. It's just to acknowledge that we have it, let it go, let it pass through, but don't stay there. I, I think that's, yeah. that's. A- yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's understanding. We do have a choice, right? We do have a choice. And what do you, how do, how do you, how do you help your clients along who have, who have been like, say in a abroad for a long time and they still just can't seem, you know, even though they've been doing it for a while and they still just don't seem to be able to get that fulfillment out of the, the journey or the adventure or the unknown is now starting to scare them instead of excite them. Mm, that's a, a great question. Um, you know, I, I think, 
at the end of the day, uh, all of us, every human being, uh, we we put meaning to our experiences. Mm-hmm. So if there's a if I have a client that is just struggling uh, and not making any progress, you know, it might be a moment where I can't help them. You know, that's it. It it, could, it gets to a point where a coach is there to reflect and help you discover and make decisions Mm, mm, mm. but it's up to you the individual to make that choice we're not making the choices you're making the choice about what's right for you because you're you I don't know Monday what like you know what makes you happy what makes you thrive you know and same thing with me like we're all different human beings and what we need at certain times of our lives change yes so I would say for for the person that is struggling or being scared of what's next it's like don't focus on the fear focus on the possibility Mm. it's like you you Mm. You shift their perspective. What is possible now that you are retired? What can you do now? You know, yeah. what what haven't you done before that you want to explore now? I have a really good friend who just retired from, from the service and she's been in for 20 years and she went home. She went home and, you know, it's scary. It's scary to say yeah. goodbye to the lifestyle that you've lived for two decades. Sure. Uh, sure. But she already has her plans for, you know, remodeling her house and, you know, taking up some art classes. So, so whatever that next step is, have a, even a mini vision of what it is that's going to bring you joy mm. just in that next month. It doesn't have to be the next 20 years. You don't have to figure that out. Yeah. Just use something that you know is going to bring you some happiness or it's going to make you feel present and alive and fulfilled. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I totally agree with that. I mean, because I was also in the military. Um, you know, I spent uh, five years in the five years in the Air Force, and my first duty station was Fairbanks, Alaska. Now I come from Los Angeles, California, so this was like this was like a tragic culture shock. I was like, I don't know, you know. And even though I was in my still in my same country, you know, it was still so unknown to me this this, you know, this journey and that my life wasn't going to look anything like it looked before, you know, like I was plugging my car in to keep the oil, you know, warm so I could just start it in the morning, you know, where before I lived my whole life in flip-flops, you know, so it was just like a whole huge change. And, um, and I, and I went through what we're just talking about. I, I spent the first, I would say year and a half, just being depressed about it, just focusing on everything that was wrong. And then at at one point I just got tired of it and I'm just like, okay, look, I need to make this iceberg work for me. (laughs) Like I have to figure out (laughs) how to make that, how to make that happen. But I want to talk a little bit about your book. So uh, tell me a bit about what, what your, your book, what people can find, um, can find in there and and what chapters do you think really helps people understand about staying positive changing perspectives and things like that yeah no those are those are um those are great questions and and so the book uh, live your new story discover your best self and live your best life is really uh, a framework it's a framework for figuring out what it is you want next okay uh, so it's not just for someone who's living abroad but for anyone that's making a big life transition or even a small life transition okay. uh, getting pleasant with what matters now and so I, I divide the book into seven stages okay uh, nice. and I'll just say it real quick so the first stage is reflect and then explore and then challenge your beliefs grow transform thrive and awaken 
Mm, I like all those. Those are all really good. So, so these are this. It's it's such a it's such a short read, but it's packed with coaching questions at the end of each chapter. And I would say if you are at that stage where you are, you know, you don't know what you want next. Yeah. I would say this. Um, there is a chapter on uh, your beliefs. Uh, I'm sorry, a stage on your beliefs called Challenge Your Beliefs. And there's two questions that I ask. Uh, one question is, what do you believe about failing? And what do you believe about money and achievement? And these were two critical uh critical questions that I had to ask myself as I kept moving into a new country because right. I associated a prestigious career with money, money. And, and success. And so when I did not have that, I felt like a complete failure. Yeah. <laughs> lots of people do. Most yeah, people and, do actually. And, and, and I think uh, the, the challenging thing about this part of the book is that this is where you get really deep about what it is you really believe about yourself mm. and what it is you mm. believe about what you're capable of. Mm. And then all the stories that you've collected in your life about what it means to be successful mm. and then mm. challenging those stories and saying, you know what, screw that, screw that narrative. Amen. My own path. I'm going to chart my own path. This is what feels right. Yeah. And then you go through this it's, and it's, it's, um, it's like Monday. It's like a dance, right? It's like two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Because you're going to constantly, especially if you're over the age of 35 and there's science behind your brain patterns are locked in by the time you're 35. Jesus. So you <laughs> conscientious. Yeah. You have to be conscientious about the way that you think so sure. you can your life. And so I, I, I went back and forth in these questions, but it was so good because I realized I had been so controlling over what success meant and that I, yeah. I couldn't let go. And because I couldn't let go, I struggled for so many years. Right. Because right. I thought like, I need to be this person to be successful. When in reality, no, I just need to have, you know, have a project, be creative and then be sure. present, not always yeah. thinking about the future. So there are those two chapters. Uh, what no, do that's you very powerful. I really like that. And I think those are very valuable um, questions to answer, especially with people struggling with professional identity. Those, I think those questions are, are hit the, hit the nail on the head, like exactly what you need to be asking yourself at that, when you're going through, um, when you're going through that stage, because it's, you know, I tell lots of people who, especially who come from the United States where, you know, success is definitely related to money. Mm. Um, but I, you know, always tell people some, the people who have changed our lives in the most profound way, no one was giving them a paycheck, right? Yeah. Civil rights mo movement leaders, you know, people who fought for women's rights, uh, human rights, animal rights, uh, all of these people, they were not receiving a paycheck. They had a purpose, they had a vision, they had a passion, and they did whatever they could do to find all the resources to make that happen. And so we have to really look at, you know, why is the only one that we validate is what comes from money when the things that changes most of our life did not have any money attached to it. People who have changed my life, they were not people I worked with. They were they were some person that offered me a piece of advice or experience that I couldn't have purchased. Mm. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like really telling people that your value of what you can offer to the world 
is so much bigger than how much money you're earning. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And the buzz comes from fulfilling your purpose. It's like when you feel it, you're like, oh, this is it. And it's a bonus if some money follows it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, no, but I think that's great. I think that um, your book will be perfect, like you said, for people who are going through that next step identity crisis, trying to find that next, uh, how to transform to that next stage. I love those questions. Love that. Well, unfortunately, we are running out of time and I could talk to you forever about this subject. But thank you so much for coming on here and sharing with us Um and sharing with us your wisdom about your journey and sharing with us a bit about your book. Now, I would like you just to tell people where they can find you, where they can find your book, how they can get in touch with you if they would like to to know more about what you're doing and have questions about your books or things like that. Oh, this is great. Uh, thank you, Monday, for having me on the show. Uh, so for any of you listening out there, if you want to connect with me, I hang out on LinkedIn. Uh, you could just find my name, Dominique Narciso, or Instagram at Dom Narciso. And currently, I'm going to be hosting uh, just some live Zoom sessions every Friday at 11 a.m. Seoul for the next, probably for the next two months. I just, it's spring, it's looking beautiful outside. I'm like, I just want to go out there and serve people. So if you're looking for some positivity, some training, uh, and just want to interact with me live, uh, I'll be on there. So you can find more information on that on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, And then for the book, uh, you can find it on Amazon, Live Your New Story, Discover Your Best Self and Live Your Best Life. Uh, Just type my name in there and I'll pop up. (laughs) You'll see you'll see my you'll see my smiling face and polka dot (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Yes. And for all those listening, I will be putting all the links to uh, Dominique's social handles and to her book in the description. So you'll be able to either find that there on my blog or here on the um, website of WRP. But I just want to thank you again. And um, I would like to thank everyone for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you next time.